Oh, McDonald's causing so many issues for people. Oh. But you didn't know that you could have a lawsuit based solely on temptation. What? AJ McCall on VFX. A woman in Russia is suing McDonald's because she saw a hamburger commercial and she thought, oh, yes. Yes. So she went and had one and broke her Lent fasting. Oh my gosh. So obviously McDonald's is at fault for tempting her so much that she's suing them. Said it's a violation of consumer protection law. She wants the court to investigate and she wants McDonald's to compensate her for a moral damage in the amount of a thousand rubles, which is about $14. Look, I understand being frustrated when those kinds of uh, uh, temptations arise. However, if you're only getting $14 out of it, just ask somebody to Venmo you $14. It's funny you mention that. We are going to get into the uh, lower limits of Venmoing a little bit oh, later. Okay, great. But for that Russian court, make sure you don't tell them that a certain guy for 50 years has set the Guinness Book of World Records for eating 32,340 Big Macs and counting. That's a lot. I mean, if that's not temptation. Right. Because I don't know that I've eaten 32,000 plus of anything. I love me some chips. I love me some mozzarella sticks. I I don't think I put it. I don't think I put 32,000 away in my life. I'm going to do some math real fast. That is so many. Because I have like a decent amount of protein shakes every day. And it's been like three years. So say I have... Three safely, three sixty-five. Oh my gosh, that's not nearly enough. That's thirty-two hundred. <laughs> ten, ten more I'm, years I'm, of that, ten, or ten, ten times more. Ten of times that. more of that, and then you're there. There, there it is. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Good God, that's a lot, dude. It's wow. I mean, again, I could have it a favorite meal, but. So over the past fifty years, you said thirty-two thousand. It's mm-hmm. it's ugh, rough math off the top of your head. It's uh, oh boy, six. It's about sixty six every. F- I can't do the math. <laughs> I can't do the math. It's too early. But I'm just saying, like that's that's so many. I don't care what your favorite meal is. You probably haven't had thirty-two thousand of it. So don't tell the court in Russia because then that lady might win her fourteen dollars. <laughs> Oh no! She couldn't say no to a cheeseburger. What am I gonna do? I need fourteen dollars. I just can't even imagine that somebody like I'm. I'm shocked that somebody actually sued over that. I mean, good job marketing department. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Way to go, guys! You did it. Uh, you you take, did it. Yeah, you gotta take it as a dub. I would put that in the next advertisement. So good, you'll break your fast. Yep. Um, look, I don't have one. I don't know that I've ever known anyone that's had one, but mm-hmm. like doorbell cameras are a thing. We all know yeah. this, right? Yeah. Like we're we're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a dude that's gone viral because he is just enthralled by the magic of what is happening to him. Do you ever wonder what it would be like to be the first to experience something? Like if you were the first person to get a phone call. Oh man, that'd be nuts. AJ and McCall on VFX. Like, how would you react? Because like now you'd be like, ah. Oh, Stupid. Second nature. I know how to do this. Yeah, don't call me. Text me. (laughs) Excuse me. Do you really need to talk to me? No? Okay. (laughs) Because the dude's gone viral. It's on our Twitter right now. Utah's VFX. Somebody got a doorbell camera. Now, I don't know, McCall, if you know anybody that has one or if you've dealt with one. Okay, so you got some experience. Mm -hmm. I don't think to this point I have knowingly dealt with one. Really? However, this dude is just in just beside himself at the witchcraft and magic that has happened to him multiple times yes wait are you are you really talking to me through a camera the doorbell right now that's are hilarious you really the, the I mean I feel like it's it's been around for long enough that would be my thought as well because also like even if I mean maybe it was the fact that it was the doorbell that blew his mind obviously because he keeps repeating but I'm kind of on the same thing too like well we have phones so like do tiny microphones really throw you for one? Right. Like somebody could start talking right now and be like, well, rude, we're doing our show right now. But I would be like, um, excuse me. I knew there was somebody in here watching. I knew it. Thank you. <laughs> I just, I, and, I, and then, you know, you got to think like if this was just brand new information to this dude, mm-hmm. how would you react? That's why I said the phone. Cause there's that or the first time, I don't know, the first time you FaceTimed. 
Would you, I mean, it would probably wouldn't go up, but I'd put that more on the technical end. I don't feel like I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is outstanding. Right. And maybe, maybe that, maybe just maybe we're spoiled a little bit by all the technology we've grown up through. Like new stuff doesn't really blow our minds anymore. Cause this dude, I don't know, maybe he's about our age, but uh, maybe he's a little bit older and he just, uh, you know, it's kind of cool. He still has that wonderment a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I guess it, I think, I think about this and. Maybe maybe it is that we're just really like hardened to stone in our hearts because we've done this um, a plethora of times. I'm kind of thinking that way. Gosh dang it! I'm just have like I'm appreciative, right? Kind of you know, we take it for granted a little bit. Maybe we're not as amazed at how amazing, like for instance, your cell phone is. Right. Aww. Like I remember, Dang it. Like we, all, we, we all had them, right? We all had the ones at the beginning where you had yeah. the center button with the internet, and then your family was probably too poor to pay for the internet like mine. So if you accidentally pushed the button, you're like, no, 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 no. No. Now I'm just like, what I don't know. What color were Jennifer Lawrence's shoes last week? I don't know. Google it and find out. McCall, right? you're in an opera. Do I look like I care? Hold up. I got to look this up real fast. It's going to drive me nuts if I don't. There is a new stage uh, when you're in a relationship long enough, apparently, and you don't match people's timelines. First, it was asking if you're going to get proposed, then it was assuming you're going to get proposed, then it was asking how you're going to do it, and then finally, it's assuming that you have no idea what you're doing. So just to put a little timeline together, AJ and McCall on VFX, Ashley and I have been dating for over four years. Mm-hmm. And along those lines, since we've traveled to some more unusual or, I guess, quote-unquote, exotic places, people have asked time and time again, are you going to propose? Are you going to propose? And I've said no. Right. Well, then this year, AJ McCall for the Automation Group debated eight on VFX, talked about starting to shop for engagement rings. So then, of course, everyone was like, how are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? And I was never going to tell anybody. The problem is, is that enough time has passed. Apparently, it has been perceived that I don't know what I want to do <laughs> because I've now started to collect. And I wrote these down because I wanted to, to tell them to you. But I've started to collect the way that people have told me that they know someone or they were proposed to or they proposed to their significant other. Mm-hmm. Because apparently, because I've taken longer than expected, I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay. So here's some stories. You tell me what you think is, we'll say, my romantic consultant. Because I will admit, I don't want to come across as snobby, but I've had my mind pretty set on a general idea, at least, of what I wanted to do and then defined it down from there. Okay. But maybe, just maybe, there's something in here that's interesting to say the least. So there was one where uh, (laughs) lady informed me, uh, my guy proposed in an actual chimp suit. At least I'm 90% sure it was my boyfriend inside, but hey, I live dangerously. Hashtag husband roulette. Fancy. I mean, if he didn't take his head off, you could be engaged to literally somebody else. (laughs) Maybe, just maybe, if if you have stage fright as a proposer. It's not a terrible option. It's a great way to separate. Yeah. Just... Don't say anything. Just hold it up. I'll make a sign. It'll totally work. Yeah. And then you're like, like legally, we'll we'll screw the rules. We'll you're figure it out. Steal my wife, right? It'll be right? fine. Cool. Okay. Right, right. Cool. Okay. Okay. Sign this contract. Thanks. So, I'm not gonna poo-poo this next one. I said I've collected these for people who've told me various ways that they or someone they've known proposed, but the event, the like spectacle one was never going to be my thing. Right. There's no one said my uh, my husband proposed to me at a restaurant inside the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland, my favorite place on earth. We then followed it up a few years later with a Disneyland wedding, which just, I'm hoping, I hope it was a blast. I'm sure it was great, but man, that sounds like a nightmare to plan and to coordinate. I hope it was good. Part of, yeah, right. (laughs) The spectacle's just, I've, from the get-go, I've known I wanted an intimate moment. Right. Me and Ashley, that's it. Right. And that just comes down to personal preference. Yeah, which I agree. And that caveat for all of this. Right. Uh, Another one said, we got engaged bungee jumping. It was super awesome. They have a photographer right there, oh. so they got the proposal pics that we would have never had done otherwise. You know, I think that is really cool um, because of the thrill of it all. Like, you could never match the adrenaline that you'd be having in that moment because obviously it's heightened from bungee jumping, yes. but then it's also, like, topped off with, like, a little bit of engagement. You know what terrifies Garnish? me about that? I would drop the ring. Oh, man. That would scare the crap out of me. <laughs> I wonder if you just do it... Um, Before? I'm curious. After? Yeah, or after. Like, after you go bungee jumping, 
You bungee jump down. and then you still coming down. Well, maybe maybe that was the the spark that they needed in order to actually like do it because they were so scared. Yeah, inhibition out the window. Yep. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Same with the ring, but literal whatever. leap. It's a metaphor. Mm-hmm. You took the literal leap. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one. So this one's a parent one. Said my dad proposed to my mom and she was washing dishes. He walked up <laughs> her and said, "Hair, see if this fits." Wow, so romantic. Uh, yeah, like again, oh. to each their own. But yeah, right. Like I'm. I, that's why I needed someone else here to join oh. me. So I'm like, look. Um, I appreciate. Pass. I appreciate the down to down to earthness of it all. Couldn't you have like helped wash the dishes? Like, couldn't you have also like, hey, hey, what are you doing? Like, washing dit. Stop it! I have an important question to ask you. Does this fit? Okay, now get back and go finish doing the dishes. That's how I. That's how I picture the rest of that image going. I'm sure there was at least ten seconds there where they celebrated, congratulate each other at least. You you'd hope maybe eleven. They were lucky. I think I think everything is in the house stopped for for a minute. Oh, for a minute. Just I, I not stuff. specific sixty whole seconds. No, uh, oh. g- general general minute. They had to take everything in. Who's ready for some crazy stories? It's Stranger Bridgel at Florida, not on VFX with a special prize. But first, AJ McCall, we've got three headlines for you. That's right. Headline number one: Some lady. Took a car out for a test drive, drove off with it, got arrested a couple days later with a different hair color. Because she had a whole transformation. Well, she she wanted to avoid getting caught. New car, new hair. Yeah, new me, man. New person. You can't arrest it. That was the old me. Yeah. So there's story one. Story number two. Authorities had to shut down a drunk driving checkpoint early, uh, early because there were too many impaired drivers and they didn't have enough personnel. That is not a good thing. Big yikes. And then headline number three, some guy broke into someone's house and stole. Junk mail. That's right. Junk mail. Have it, man. No, this the, is... You want uh, the coupons? Take them. There's, oh. a, there's a lot in this. There was a brand new Roomba that was still in a box. He removed the Roomba and took, okay. you guessed it, the empty box. Okay, never mind. I still, still not so much a problem with, like, I don't want anybody in my house, but yeah, right. have it's the like, box, can, sure. Yeah, whatever, what are you, dude. Cat? Great. You want Great. You want the ads for the grocery store? Don't worry. There'll be more next week. I'm good. Take them. Yep. yep. Go ahead. My friendly dentist in the neighborhood trying to get me? Nope. Go ahead. You can have it. Yep. There you go. Three <laughs> crazy stories. <laughs> I mean, really, I'm just going to throw it away so the guy stealing all the junk mail, honestly, Hero. I feel like is kind of doing a service. I prefer him not be in my house. Right. But other than that, I'm good with it. I mean, what do you think, Corey? <laughs> I totally understand. Yeah, I mean, it's just it just never stops. I'm gonna get the deals, and I'm probably not gonna look at them. I look at them like ones maybe every month and a half, and then the trash. Then you open it up, and you're like, "Is this a debit card? No, it's spam." In my case, it's my bank saying, "Hey, we couldn't reach you about your online statement, so we sent you a paper one, even oh though you signed gosh. up for an online That's statement." The worst, the worst. Leave it's always me like, alone. <laughs> "Look, man, I'm looking at my bank account every single day." <laughs> Leave me alone. I don't need a statement. <laughs> Stranger Bridgel in Florida now with AJ McCall at VFX. Three full stories, please. Okay, story number one. Some lady took a car out for a test drive. She was she took a 2018 Honda Accord, for those curious. Um, Basic. Then it was uh, it was reported as stolen because she never brought it back. You're supposed to do that. But, yeah. That's, I mean, if you're going to take it for a test drive, you're testing it. You're not taking it. Anyway, it was recovered a few days later. By the by, the woman whose hair was no longer blonde. No, it is dark. It is a dark color because she had a whole plan. She wanted to get away with stealing this car, and she figured, you know, they're not going to be able to trace it. They're not going to be able to, you know, check up on it when it comes with the GPS or the, you know, OnStar or the any of those things. Look, it's the memes come to life in real time. Like, look, don't don't hold me to what last night me said. That's a different kind of me. Right. No one walks in sin. She's being. Totally different than me. I didn't yeah. steal the car. That was old me. That's right. She's being held on a $15,000 bond. Anyway, there's story one. Story number two. Authorities had to shut down a drunk driving checkpoint early recently because there were too many impaired drivers and they did not have enough personnel to handle it. Okay, so obviously not a good thing. But, bright side, let's get Guinness Book of World Records on the phone. I mean, For sure. Maybe. They said they got so bogged down with paperwork if they had a couple more bodies of people that were like dealing with it, they they probably could have kept it going because it was hopping. They said, "quote unquote." 
14 so, ca- par- cars were impounded on the Saturday. Then on the Friday night, it, there were 12. Two questions, well, obviously. Having no idea where this is. Mm-hmm. One, why? Why is that that's such a place? And two, like when they say shut it down, do they like close the road? Because like if the response is it's so bad because there's so many drunk drivers, I don't like the idea of we're overwhelmed. We're not going to run this <laughs> checkpoint anymore. Clearly, you need to be running that checkpoint. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. So there's story two, and then story number three. Some guy recently broke into someone's house looking to steal stuff. Took a bunch of junk mail. Also found a brand new Roomba that was still in the box. Removed the Roomba, but took the empty box. I don't understand. It's a cat. Solved the crime. Messes with mail. Loves boxes. It's a cat. Yeah. Uh, First thing he did was rip a big hole in the bathroom wall for no reason. Uh, Started going through the drawers. Left a bunch of valuables behind. Cat. Cops eventually found the suitcases. Because he stole some old suitcases along with a bunch of junk mail and the box. I'm just curious. Are you like, are you moving? Is this like, like not, not wintertime Santa, except he takes your junk out to make room for what Santa's bringing you in Christmas. Is that what this is? I have no idea. It's like reverse Santa. It's like spring cleaning, spring cleaning Santa. It says, quote, not clear if they got the person's junk mail back. Who cares? It's junk mail. Whatever it is, I'm sure they'll send it to you again. If it really is junk mail, it'll be there again. Dude, that's a huge hole he ripped in the wall. That's a little bit unnecessary. That's nuts. It's a cat. It's 100% a cat. Were you looking for copper pipes? What's going on? There you go. Uh, Three crazy stories. All right, Corey. So uh, still, like number three caused damage or whatever, but really missing anything in that? I don't think so. So I, I don't think we go with three. Two is absolutely bonkers to me. But I got to make the case that I feel like Florida would never be ill-equipped to deal with their own kind of criminals. So I think by process of elimination, we're down to story number one. I'm going to go with, I think, number one. You think number one, too. Okay, so we're on the same page here. McCall, is it story number one? It is. Congratulations. Yeah. We've got you hooked up with those uh, Browns amusement wristbands, and then we've also got you hooked up to win the Logan Lane's gift card at the end of the month. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you. Where was story number two? Uh, story number two happened in Victoria, Can- Can- Canada. Great. Canada. That's hmm. the word I was looking for. I just want to know, like, did they, when they say shut it, like shutting down the road seems like a great, I mean, inconvenient, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But seems like the right decision. I just, I don't know. They just probably shut down the drunk driving checkpoint because they were like, we're swamped. I mean, they literally had 14 cars at that point. And I don't really know much because I've never had to, you know, write somebody up, but I feel like that's a low amount. Congratulations to Corey. He wins Stranger Bridge of Florida, not on VFX. Hey, did you guys hear? We're recalling our governor. Oh, gosh. I mean, he, ugh, I mean, how can we have someone that Stop. has that choice and doesn't make a change? This is stupid. <laughs> it's former Lieutenant Governor Cox has been on this show. Current Governor Cox. Done. We're done. No. AJ McCall, VFX McCall, let me know. We're over it. We're done. No. So, so. <laughs> Spencer Cox, Governor Cox, he, he tweeted out that uh, he's really grateful because he receives constructive criticism from time to time. You know, lots of letters, obviously, fan mail and all of that jazz that comes in. He says he's really grateful for the criticism and constructive feedback he gets from the constituents that demand I dot 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 checks notes. Should I change my name? So somebody sent him a letter to tell him that his surname sounds like obscenities. His last name's Spencer Cox, just just in case you forgot. In case you forgot. Okay, it's August. He's been in since January. Anyway, he says, uh, the, the letter says, us decent people here in Utah will not stand for it. Most importantly, I will not stand for it. Me either. Unknown name of human because of your reluctance to change your foul, dirty, and obscene surname. How does he know it's his reluctance? Like, has this been a thing? Because it can't be reluctance unless he's denied doing it. I don't know. So it says, because of your reluctance to change your foul, dirty, and obscene surname, myself and thousands of other Utahns will protest. I don't think that's it true either. Says, like, maybe 10 of you. They I think say, 10 of you will protest. They say, uh, if your simple requests is not met, we will assemble and do what democracy was made to do by recalling you from office because of your filthy surname. This is not a communist dictatorship. Nice choice of words. This is the great state of Utah. So just... Okay, those, guys. Those two points don't make any sense juxtaposed I next don't, to each other. I don't know. I just... They say they don't accept sick jokes to run rampant. Love a very concerned citizen. I love that it's signed love. <laughs> anger, anger, uh, anger, love. That's very questionable. See you later. I think you might have... 
doesn't make any sense. I can't believe. I mean, you have control. How dare over you it, change your name? How, I mean, where was this concerned citizen when you know he was lieutenant governor and then he was running for governor and then he won the governorship? Why <laughs> did it take until August? This is hilarious. I'm like, I'm scrolling through the comments on it, and uh, see someone. Someone said. TBH, I'd be really aghast you just walk around with a name like that. <laughs> Frankly, no, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. Anyway, people are like, I think it's a joke. I think it's a, it's a joke, it's, question mark. It's, it's got to be a joke. It's written pretty strongly. I, it's got to be a joke. I don't know, though. <laughs> you don't know. It's Utah, so you're like, well, you know. Someone responded, dear, very concerned citizen, I'll be fine. Love. Governor Cox. <laughs> Just, this is hilarious. Right, well, let's uh, let me Google this. How do you recall your governor? Let me see. <laughs> so I'm just I'm I'm. This is hilarious. Good news is made no sense to me, so I can't be completely, completely a psychopath. Unfortunately, uh, one in twenty-two people are, which is terrifying. Also, I may work in a job field that makes me a psychopath. Psychopath? Both. Oh. Socio, psycho, whatever. All of the above. Yesterday, I described this building as a place with about 25 employees, which is bad news because one in 22 people are psychopaths. Oh, crap. Is this now when I come out and I say, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. It's me. AJ McCall on VFX. I've been told a time or two before. Look, I mean, statistically, there's at least one in this building. That's not to say that there couldn't be zero. I doubt it. But there could be more than one. <gasps> Maybe this is not the right collection of 22. Maybe we're the collection of 22 people that are the one in another set of 22 peoples. Maybe we just happen to all be there because not only the study find that there's one in 22 people are psychopaths, they found the top jobs that are likely to have psychopaths in them and... TV or radio personality is number three on the list. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was having a conversation with Dustin just yesterday because we're going to a conference this week. And I told him, we were, we were talking about it, and he said something along the lines of, dude, have you ever been in a room of radio people? Some of the weirdest people I've ever met in my life. He's not wrong. It's true. Uh, ironically enough, while you and I finished third on the list of most psychopaths, uh, Ashley, who's going into social work, number one on least so psychopaths, and Dustin, I would define as definitely a craftsman, number four oh, on good. lowest rate of psychopaths. So the balance is at least there for us to potentially hold back those crazy urges maybe a little bit. Good. That is terrifying. I believe if we texted our family right now, I think I'd get more than be like, well, you know, look, I didn't want to say anything, but if, like, if we're being honest now and you're not going to hold it against me, like, kind of, yeah, honestly, yeah, 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 a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Look, the voices in my head say everything's fine. So that letter to Spencer Cox didn't make any sense to me, so I'm not all the way there, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fair. I'm just saying, you go to work today, watch out. One in 22 people are psychopaths. You can pick them out. You know. You know, they always say it's the quiet ones, but you got a gut feeling, you know, come on, come on, come on, not psychopaths. Cause I just think they're great stories. Did you know that little kids and drunk adults run on the exact same energy wavelength? It's nuts. Look no further than the fact that one of our favorite games return. We've got more entries to play little kid or drunk adult. If you don't believe us, play along. See if you can guess which is which when we hear the stories. I would never turn down the bonding of humankind at a great event yesterday like that was going on at the Bear River Health Department with JBS and them doing all the stuff for the COVID vaccine. Mm -hmm. However, I think the truest form of bonding among humans, AJ McCall at VFX, is when we just all confess to the stupid things we've done. Heck yeah. Because you let go of all inhibitions and you're like, okay, this is this is me, right? Little kid, drunk adult, favorite game yeah, on the is. AJ McCall's show because they run on the same energy and it's just fun to share those stories. Mm -hmm. Starting with Cam, so what happened? I had to go to the hospital for putting cheese on my nose. Oh, yeah, basically. I mean, duh. Makes sense. I'm, I'm going to say little kid. I have a story related to this here. Yeah, you do. Uh, has to be, right? I mean, I'd assume so. Actually, I have two stories related to this, but oh, yes, great. it has to be a little kid. Yeah. Has to be. All right, Kim, what is it? 
I was a drunk adult. Oh. I was trying to make my friends laugh by uh-huh. putting a ton of cheese in my nose. I put way too much up there. Oh, no. I thought I was dying. So yeah. my friends took me to the hospital. And turns out it was just a panic attack. Oh, so good. trust me when I say, be careful when you play with cheese. <laughs> what a panic cheese about... <laughs> Sorry, a panic... What a... What? I need panic cheese now? A panic attack about too much cheese up my nose. I don't understand why you couldn't stay calm. Um, That's awful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's atrocious. Because so I had surgery. The only surgery I think I've ever had, I stuck a toy tire up my nose as a kid, and uh, my mom, at, at, for as long as I can remember, had a little plastic jar that had that tire, which to me is a weird keepsake. Like at some point, like the the it's expired. Let's throw it away. Let's move past it. I was like three. I I did as a teenager once get a nickel stuck up my nose because I was like I wonder if I could fit this in my nose and that's all it took. Surprise! So idiot the answer kid. was it yes. Was little kid, idiot kid, and then drunk adult for him. Perfect. <laughs> kind of had all all our bases covered on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next is Mike. Mike, what is your story? Well, I stopped my brother's wedding because I puked in the middle of his vows. Oh, I'm going with little kid again. It's probably not, but I'm going with little kid again. I, I'll, I'll go with drunk adult. I mean, at my at my best friend's wedding, he denies it to say, but one of the groomsmen who's all of our great friends got blitzed out of his skull. Denies it to this day. I'm like, you... Okay, so I'm going to go with drunk adult. What, which, which was it, Mike? I was a little kid. Yeah. I was eight years old, and I was secretly drinking some of the champagne, and I drank too much of it before the ceremony and puked like three minutes into the wedding, and the wedding was delayed for like two hours because of it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and that's that's worth noting because because you know it's going to happen after the ceremony, right? Well, the couple's got to disappear. we got to take pictures, and it always seems to take like an right. hour. Oh, Meanwhile, everyone is dying of hunger. When I went to my, my same best friend's wedding, Dude, the groomsman, my friend, was blitzed out of his skull. It did not help that we did it at a winery and the couple, the bride and groom went off to a lake that was somewhere nearby. They were gone for like an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, my gosh. They wouldn't obviously wouldn't let the food out. So right. all everybody was doing was sitting and chit-chatting and having having some drinks. Meanwhile, we also as a bridal party couldn't interact with the rest of the party because we had to make our grand entrance. So we're just kind of standing over there. Challenging each other's dreams. It just goes bad. That being said, if you're under the age of 21, you shouldn't have any champagne. Correct. Right? Correct. <laughs> Bingo. See, it's the same age. It's tough. Call one for one, me, 0 for one. It's or 0 for two. It's going well. Uh, that's its favorite game on the AJ McCall show on VFX, and it's not over. Mm-mm. More stories to share. If you ever have confessions, you can leave us a voicemail, 435-787-0945, or you can just simply send us a message as well. Utah's VFX on all social media. Little kid, drug adult, same energy, same accidents, just which one were you? Which form caused the problem? AJ McCall at VFX, we've already had things stuck up noses. So, let us continue the game. First up is Vince. Vince, please, regale us a story. One time, I actually called my dad in because he matched the description of being a terrorist that they were looking for. Oh, oh my gosh. That's just dumb enough. It's got to be drunk adult. Like, oh, I'm so mad at you right now. I'm going to call him. Hello? Yes. You must come get them. Click. <laughs> Showed you. Before we get the final answer, like, there's no coming back from that, right? Like, no, I mean, dude. like, hopefully your dad wasn't a terrorist. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I mean, like, they don't, I, I feel like they take that stuff pretty seriously. Oh, dude, yeah. <sighs> I'm with McCall. I don't think, I, I don't think you can be cognizant enough to, to, to do that as a little kid. So I'm with McCall, drunk adult. I was actually drunk. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've never told this story before, but I don't know. Oh no! How many you people, also did? No, it's not nearly as interesting as terrors. Like that was beat. But it, so I don't know how many people are familiar with the now Las Vegas Raiders uh, mascot. It's uh-huh. the swashbuckler, right? Okay, yeah. I, for the life of me, when I was a little kid, thought for sure that my dad had modeled for that mascot. Oh, He's got no. the same five o'clock shadow, uh-huh. and my dad kind of had, had used to have the same face shape. 
And once upon a time, we went to Canada. I went to Canada once with my dad and my stepmom. And uh, <laughs> they they stopped us at the checkpoint right before they let you in. This uh-huh. is way long ago. Like, I was like five or six. And my dad was wearing a ball cap because he's, he's always been a big ball cap guy. And the checkpoint officer was like, can you take that hat off? And he did, and they let us through. And then my stepmom was joking about, I was like, oh, you look like a person of interest. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's because he thought he was a pirate. We just barely made it into the country because they thought he was a pirate. Wow, that's so cool. I My dad's a pirate. Did you end up like... I was terrified. Oh. I grew out of it. You were scared? I was terrified. He was a pirate. Sorry. Pirates are bad. And then are the, they? Pi- the Caribbean came out and you're like, pirates are good. Pirates are okay. <laughs> Little kid or drug adult on VFX. Steve has a story for us. Go. So I cooked an entire box of lasagna, but never actually took it out of the box. This started oh. a fire. Kid. Definitely kid. As the resident expert on close calls with fire. Oh boy. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go drunk and tall. Cause I could see it either way. I could see it either way, but I think it's more than likely that you were just like, yeah, whatever. It's going to be ready in 15 minutes. It's going to be great. I love me some delicious 15 minute food. All right, Steve, what is it? Well, I was a little kid, and I had no idea how to cook, and I baked the cardboard and plastic along with the lasagna. My parents were sleeping, but woke up when they smelled smoke coming from the kitchen. Yeah, I'd say. So when I... How to ruin a stove in in 15 minutes, Alex. Oh, man, dude. When, uh, When I used to work at the radio station in Vernal, it was right upstairs from a restaurant, and people would bring their kids in to go to the the work right not to the restaurant but to work upstairs i walked in one day it smelled like a fire and i'm like okay they probably burned something at the restaurant right i go into the studio it is smoking in there i'm trying to figure out what the heck's going on the kid put easy mac in the in the microwave and didn't put water in it oh it was disgusting it smelled like burnt easy mac for the next three days terrible this is your uh, daily reminder. Don't let your kids cook. Please. It's not going to go well. Safety hazard. Little kid or drug consult with AJ McCall on VFX. Pandemic was tough, right? Being stuck at home, very little human-to-human contact was rough. Would it have been any better if you would have been paid for it? Oh. We'll find out if that would that would be the deal breaker because NASA has no read of the room whatsoever. We just got out. They're sending us back in. Oh, good. <laughs> that is in six minutes. VFX. All right, NASA, read the freaking room. Oh, okay. AJ McCall on VFX. We had the pandemic. Yes. Everybody got stuck at home. A lot of people got stuck at home. It was miserable for so many people. And NASA's like, all right, let's do it again. All right. AJ McCall at VFX. Just they kidding. want people to go into a 1,700-square-foot enclosed space, Whoa. no windows for an entire year, you eat only astronaut food, have limited contact with friends and family only online. For what? They're looking to study this as they get ready to put people on Mars. Okay, so like monetarily, what do that look like? At this point, it is not listed. Then I'm not interested. <laughs> well, unfortunately, this one is not unlike, this one is a little bit unlike the other ones where we're like, hey, you want to be a taco ambassador? You need no experience except liking tacos. Who doesn't have that? Right. They want, preferably, someone 30 to 55 with a master's degree in the STEM field, that's science, technology, yeah. education, no, engineering, engineering. and math, uh-huh. or maybe you can get away with a bachelor's degree and, quote, some relevant experience. So with is that what? like being locked up? Uh, is it, it's either that or being an astronaut, I think. Those are the oh. only two things that are relevant, right? Good for them. Sitting in prolonged, closed off spaces for a long time and just stuffing my face. Got it. I'm in. Expert I, right here. I, I, I just, yeah, I just so happen to have uh, expertise in this, uh, in this field. NASA, couldn't you have taken the opportunity when everybody was already stuck in their house to just be like, hey, do you mind if we just FaceTime some random Americans and Dude, see how things are going? For real, though. Like, that would be awesome. Read the room. The room says no. I read the room. This better they be paid no super well. I hope whoever does this gets paid, compensated super great. But you got out of the pandemic. Oh my gosh, sunshine and seeing people, being able to do stuff is great. All right, you're going back in. No! I don't wanna. No thanks. Hard pass. I'm okay. Do you think astronaut food is good? No. I think it's fine if you like, I don't know, applesauce and dehydrated <laughs> chips. 
applesauce and dehydration. Mm, I'm pretty sure it's most of that. No. <laughs> you can't have an open flame, so how are you going to sear a steak? It's, You're not. It's mushed. Isn't it like mushed up stuff? It's like, uh, what, are the, what do they call the, the things for MREs. the military? Yes. Yeah. It's like ready to eat. you got to put, yeah, so it's like dehydrated chips. You put a little bit of water on it and it's like, wow, oh my gosh. <laughs> Mmm, Salisbury steak. Actually, no, I just realized I was gonna say it's a bunch of stuff in squeezable tubes, but that's always in the movies. Is that actually what astronaut food is? I don't know. If you're an astronaut, call us. Is it tubes of stuff? You've like been you're an like, astronaut. Oh my gosh, it's steak, and then you just squeeze it out, and it's like the, it looks like toothpaste, right? Because it, it's in those kind of tubes. Mm, delicious. Is that, is that actually what it is, or no? Now I'm, I want to know. I'm gonna say no. I kind of feel like that's too convenient too. So I'm like, no, nah, it can't be that. Who do astronauts eat? Some tang. It's a lot of tang. Search. They got a lot of Kool Aid. Fruits, nuts, peanut butter, chicken, beef, seafood, candy, brownies. How? That doesn't sound half bad. Maybe you'll eat they better have, as an astronaut. They have pouches as uh, orange juice and skies upside down. They have no refrigerator. Is this what it says? There are no refrigerators in space, so it must be stored and prepared properly to avoid spoilage. Hmm. Condiments such as ketchup, mustard, and mayo are provided. I guess you can... Thank Put some goodness. of that on your brownies. Thank goodness. I mean, it would fruit. be unbearable. I like astronaut. All right, can I get some mustard on my hot dog? Don't worry, I'm gonna send you up. There. I'm done. I'm not doing it. I'm done. Dude, I'm done. Calorie requirements are different. For women, would only require 1,900 calories a day, and a large man would require 3,200. Hmm. Interesting. Would you go back no. into isolation if NASA paid you super well to pretend like you were living on Mars? Absolutely not. For scientific discovery. Only if I actually get to live on Mars. That is a fair ask, I think. Yeah. You should definitely be able to negotiate that. If I do this, I get first dibs. It's, I, it's reasonable to I'd me. like to own half of Mars. That's a bit unreasonable. <laughs> yeah. Thermo Fisher, poll the day. Would you go back into isolation? Pretend you're living like Mars. Would you like to pretend you're living on Mars for a year? NASA paid you. Mm-mm. It is amazing how difference, how much of a difference something small can make. In one case, it is the ultimate amount of petty. In the other case, it's the ultimate amount of appreciation. It is amazing how much of a difference something little can be. For instance, it could be the exact amount you need to be the most petty person in the world. Perfect. A- AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight. Of course, on TikTok, a video has gone viral because someone went out to eat with their friends. They paid, assumingly, because their friend Vinmoed them, but they sent a request for 47 extra cents as opposed to just their half. The reason why... And I quote, you had some of my fries at dinner. Okay, that's too much. (laughs) Really? Yeah, that's too much. See, I understand if you were to Venmo them back because it was like, oh, hey, dinner was $5.47. Yes. Oh, I Venmoed you $5. Like, no, give me the 47 cents. That's always my favorite is like if people send me to go on like a trip to go pick up stuff for them and I'm like... Oh, yeah. You know, it says that it's $12 or something. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they send me $12. And I'm like, yeah. So the price tag said is $12. But we do this thing like in America where there's like tax. So it's really like $15. So hang on a second. I completely agree. Because the, uh, to me, that's, if you're a decent person, you round up. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can pay the exact amount, which is totally fine. I'm not right. saying you should round up. I'm just saying if you're going to round, you either pay the exact amount or you round up. So if it's five forty-seven, you either pay six dollars, five fifty, five or six bucks, something like that. Yeah. Whatever it is, whatever your preference is for numbers, I got it. Yeah. Volume on the TV has to be at zero or even numbers. I'm with it. Mostly zeros and fives. I mean, sure, whatever, but okay. I'm with it. So the question is, what is the lowest amount of money you would Venmo somebody for? Because I think like if, if someone had lent me a dollar or sorry, sorry, if I had lent someone a dollar for like a vending machine, right? And I'm, they use it, I wouldn't Venmo for them for that. No. But if we went out to eat and we spent like two bucks and they got like a hot dog or some fries or whatever, I would Venmo for them for that. For some reason, I think the meal thing is different to me. Right. Than a single dollar. Like a, like a, here's, here's, here's like a, a singular. I can lend them two bucks. I wouldn't Venmo them for that. We go out to a meal, I'd Venmo them for the meal. I don't know why it could be the exact same amount, but that's what I would do. Oh, that's interesting. For uh, like for me, unless we're doing something really sarcastic, and I'm like, oh, here's two cents, like <laughs> you know, just to be. Hey, would you like Request my two, two cents? cents. Request I'm two sending cents. two cents to AJ right now. <laughs> no, the problem is, is that you know sometimes you get charged for it, so it's like 1.9 percent or something like oh, that. But, but. I think the lowest amount that I've ever Venmoed somebody 
Mm. I go to like, there's a drink shack out by my house. Right. And I mean, it's like two bucks for a soda. So if I go get a soda by myself, I'll Venmo $2 for a soda. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like but that's if, it. If there's a purchase of goods, yeah. I'm into it. If I'm lending you, like if for whatever reason, I happen in this weird alternate universe, I have cash on me. And you're like, hey, can I, you got a buck, I got to get set. I'm not Venmoing you for that. No. I don't know why, but if if we went out and got a shake and like it was a buck 47, I'd probably Venmo you for that. I don't know why, but purchasing good as a restaurant, I'd be like, yeah. Here's a text message just came in. I think it should be $10 a minimum limit. If your friend buys you something small like a coffee or a drink, you just cover theirs next time. And if someone who never gets you back, then you just don't ever buy them anything again. True. Fair. Good. Legitimate. I like I that. I have a problem with that. No, that's I'm a in. good that's a, that's a good way to look at it. Because I think I do, I do the same thing. Like most of the time I'm willing to buy people like drinks if they're, if they get there at the same time. If you don't get there at the same time, you're SOL. It's kind of a reward for you being on time. It's for you to now be prompt everywhere. Don't worry. Nobody ever is. <laughs> it's, a cheap, it's a cheap policy. Mm-hmm. Something small can make all the difference in the world. This case, most petty person ever. Yep. However, uh, when it comes to relationships, it could be all the difference in the world. A friend of ours, mutual friend of McCall and I shared a relationship website that has articles about all kinds of things. So I decided, all right, let's see what they have. I found a really interesting one that McCall's perspective ought to shed a ton of light on. Oh. And fellas, ought to help you improve just a little bit. Oh, okay. The difference something small can make could be the difference in petty or happy. AJ McCall for the Automation Group debated eight on VFX. A mutual friend of ours shared a website once upon a time. It was like, hey, Here's uh, some cool relationship advice if you're ever th- in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I got a couple minutes yesterday, so I actually stumbled across it. And it is eight things that guys don't realize mean a lot to women. Oh, good. Eight little things, excuse me. Okay. Very important word. Okay. And the first one was taking care of car taking care of car issues. Like, all right, over one. Off to a great start. Nice. Way to go. So then I was like, all right, let's read down. Let's do this. Okay. Actually listening without interrupting. Yes. Uh... Remembering who friends are, mm-hmm. remembering food preferences, mm-hmm. willingness to sit through movies he wouldn't watch on his own. Sure. Taking selfies. Yes. Acknowledging thanks mm-hmm. and using humor to diffuse a situation. Depends on the situation, but yes. Yeah, I mean, obviously. There's I mean, certain, right. Certain if you're like, like really it. upset or something, it's like, <laughs> it's like, no, I'd like to chat through this one. Actually have a conversation. <laughs> Because then you end up getting the sarcastic laugh, which is not good. No. No, it's not. No. Everything's fine. It's fine. Everything's great. No, and I thought it was a really interesting read because I got to the movies one because I was like, all right, let me read through this. I was like, car issues, nada. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Ashley probably knows more about cars than I do. Right. Actually, that's that's for sure. Like, everybody knows more about cars than I do. Boom. And then the movie thing, I was like, ah. I can't show this to her because she's like, it's Halloween. We got to watch scary movies. But I don't want to watch scary movies. Don't like them. Good news. It's August. You'll be okay. You got a month to to, yeah, to but worry I mean, about it. People, you you hear it. You hear it in people's tones. Those overnight lows, like it was like forty seven last night. People are like, well, well, you know, uh, the pumpkins, pumpkins. I'm always for the pumpkins. Pictures, always. pumpkins. yes. Pictures, I, selfies. Are a... Sorry, I was just gonna no, say okay. selfies are a broad cover. I think for just pictures in general, because I think McCall would attest just in general. It's not as much just taking selfies. It's just being in the pictures, right? It. Having somebody like having having you be in the picture is like I like documenting things. And that's something that a lot of a lot of people like we get into the conversation, well, I don't really like taking pictures and it sucks because it's like I don't want to put you in an uncomfortable situation if you don't want to take a picture, but like I'm thrilled to be in this situation with you in this place and I'd like to document it. Photos have become such a common place in, I mean, society at this point with yeah, people making there's no denying that. bank on Instagram posting, even though they're not a quote unquote picture platform anymore. They're now a video platform, whatever Instagram. They have become so necessary if you're trying to build yourself a brand or whatever. It's kind of important. So... Anyway, I like documenting it. I think it means a lot. Like if Dustin wants to take photos with me, if I'm like, will you take my picture? As I'm saying, the, the thing I got from this while well, I was like, all right, so what do I need to work on? It's also just the important thing to remember 
how important some of these tiny things may be because while they seem tiny, I think it's scope, they're little details that I think carry huge impact because you chose to remember or focus Mm -hmm. or acknowledge, whichever is applicable in these situations, to do so. It's more of a prioritizing of your person. Yeah. So Not that you need to lose yourself because you're dating somebody or anything along those lines before somebody comes for me because of that. You... Love is about that other person. So just a quick recap. Constantly take pictures. All the time. Eat food all the time. All the time. Always make jokes. Correct. Solves everything. <laughs> Problem solved. It's the little things. Before we get to Park next, if you haven't voted, you should. And FYI, with a short week for McCall and I, this week it's going to run a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But before you get there, uh, look, if a stranger found themselves next to me in a enclosed space... I would panic as well. But if the choice was see a stranger drive off a cliff, I thought it was an easy choice. Oh, my. Your space is your space. Mm-hmm. No one would argue with that. Like, if a stranger randomly wandered space, everybody would be uncomfortable. Yeah. But if the choice was sit next to a stranger and drive off a cliff, I feel like the decision is easy, right? It's not drive off a cliff. Exactly. AJ and McCall on VFX. Uh, last week, a guy in Northern California tried to get in the passenger seat of a wrong car. And look, we've all been there. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Wandered over to the wrong car and someone, hopefully you've done it by yourself so nobody catches you and be like, dude, bro, where are you going? Yeah. I I once got into a Suburban that was not mine. Well, it wasn't my friend's either. I got in the front seat and I sat down and I looked back and there were kids in the back and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting out right now. <laughs> it was the worst. Thank goodness. I'd actually, I'm not going to say that. That no. doesn't sound great. No. Let's just be glad nobody drove into anything whatsoever. Correct. Because the lady panicked. Oh, no. Because she was oh, sitting oh. with her car in the parking lot at a lighthouse in California and drove off a cliff. Now, luckily, it was a 10-foot drop, which seems a bit yeah, exaggeratory when you say cliff. Like, she drove off a small drop-off. I mean, if I were to drive off of a 10-foot cliff, I don't... If I... I mean, that's bigger than me. So, like, it your is. whole car would be like, bonk. So, she landed... It was beached down below, so she... Oh, good. So apparently everything was fine. Good. Uh, the dude did make the mistake because the car was a similar make and model. The lady panicked because she thought she was getting carjacked, which I guess. I mean, yeah. In California, it's more common anyway, like in a popular place. Probably. But I think when the guy was like continuing conversation, like, can you believe the prices in the? Wait a minute. I don't, I don't think. I mean, a clever ploy. But I don't think so. I, did, I think there would be a little bit more indication, if I had to guess, at a carjacking than be like, oh my gosh, why is it so hot? Wait a second. Dude, who's got to pay insurance on that? That's a good question. Whose insurance company covers that? That is a very good because question. Because I feel like it would have to be hers. But at the same time, it's like, well... If it helps, police say it was an accident. Dude's not facing any charges. So her, her insurance has to pay it because she drove off of a cliff. Shouldn't have done that. Sounds logical. Maybe, maybe try not to do Danny! that next time. Danny! Danny! Danny? If I drive off a cliff because a stranger gets in my car, who's at fault? Man, I can't wait to send this text message. This is always what happens. My poor insurance guy. Every once in a while, we get random commentary like this, and I send him a message, and I'm like, yo, if I drive off of a cliff because I think I'm getting carjacked, who is liable for it? And he's listened to enough of our show that he's like, is this Usually is this he's real? like, is this real? why are you asking me? I'm like, this is purely hypothetical, just to make your brain buzz. I'm sorry. What are we doing? Do I need paperwork? Frankly, no. frankly, he owes you a thank you. This is good exercise, like you said. If this situation comes know. up, he's ready. He is prepared. I'm sending him a message right now. You're welcome. Yeah. So, yes, panic, obviously. Don't drive off a cliff. I don't know where the answer is. Somewhere in the middle. Figure it out. Yep. <laughs> Thank goodness that dude again bear maced either. But can... <gasps> that may have been car. a better option though. And less than, damaging you know, to the vehicle. I don't think that guy would agree necessarily. Probably less expensive. Probably true. <laughs> uh not not as bad. You know, unfortunately, I didn't think about this. You put it in that perspective, driving off a cliff, you're like, ah, bad parking's not as bad because at least it didn't go off a cliff. But it's still pretty obnoxious, at least yes. to me. Like I don't see I don't see the cliff thing very often, but I see terrible parking enough that I'm like, this is an inconvenience to me. Therefore, we all need to pay attention to it. Have you seen the nominees this week? If not, they're pinned at the top of our Facebook page. We'll reintroduce you.
Parknarks does make an impact. Yesterday, I went out to broadcast live AJ McCall on VFX, and normally, depending on the parking lot, because the VFX van is huge, it's not. It, it is. Boat. It's big, but with the speaker system and stuff, right? It's in the back. If you've never seen it, so we flip the doors open. We usually try to take up two spots just so everybody doesn't worry about their car getting dinged right. or whatever. And I was going to yesterday, and then I was like, I don't want anybody taking a picture of this. I'm like, oh, VFX don't even follow their own rules. So I didn't. I parked it in one spot. Way to go. Park narcs. Pro- problem is, is that then you worry. I mean, in, in all reality. A little bit. But I've sent plenty of pictures because, like, we, other people will take the van out, and then they double park it. I'm like, look, guys. <laughs> and it's always just sarcastic. As an impact. I'll do it on myself, too. Pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. This week's Park Narc nominees, technically next week as well, with it being a shortened week. Mm-hmm. So this is going to have a little bit longer period to vote on. Uh, nominee number one, Truck Buddies. Yay! Who knows who parks first, but they park together, so they'll be united in their wrongness. Forever and ever, amen. Taking up, well, technically three spots, because they're buddies, right? So they get to share one. Yeah, buddies. Yay, trucks. Yay, honk. Nominee number two, with a car so versatile, I can fit in spaces like this. Woo! It's ironic because they don't fit in any space. That's right. Taking up two spots, putting in front and out. The other thing is the one that's tattling also looks like it's wrong because this looks like it's from the perspective of another vehicle behind the SUV, mm-hmm. which also looks like it hasn't pulled in far enough so its butt end is out in the driveway in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So which set of friends is the most obnoxious? Because you know how it is when you get with it. There's certain friends you get with them and you just go back to those days of mischief. Yeah. They ramp each other up. True. Park Narc's apparently no different. It's these two teams got together and they're like, look, do it. Calm down. No. Fine. Vote. Pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Winner this week gets a Floating Sensations gift certificate. Of course, you want to get entered in to win prizes and do a good deed. That's right. Cleaning up parking in the valley. It's actually really easy. You wander around, you're doing your day, whatever, errands, et cetera. You see bad parking safely. Take a picture and then send it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram. They're all the same. Utah's VFX. Then you get entered in. And then watch out for when yours gets picked and vote for it. Yeah. Spread the word. Share it, etc. It has been a minute since someone hit... Reverse? Yes. Yes! AJ McCall's reverse Facebook roulette on VFX. You've got a chance to win. We've got some VIP passes. We sure do. The rodeo and carnival rides that I don't know if you noticed or not. Maybe you haven't driven by the Willow and Fairgrounds area, but it's over there. Yeah. They're starting to set them up. Sure is. We got VIP passes. We got four pairs we're giving away, and it's been a minute, so let's refresh the rules here. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to post a posty post. Okay. As soon as that post goes up on the VFX Facebook page, you like, you comment, you share. Boom. There it is. This, do we do we have somebody tell us what their favorite kind of food at the fair is in yes. order to win? Yes. Do we have? Yeah. Okay. 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 Yes. All right. Just yes, want to make sure do. before. Yes, we do. So if you do that, you get entered in. We will announce tomorrow who the winners are. So, of course, you can enjoy it because I believe it starts tomorrow, doesn't it? Or is it today? I know that the bracelets or the all-day wristbands start going on sale today. Um, you got to purchase by 5 p.m. There's a limited amount of that. That gets you in, I think, through the whole weekend, and then stuff's starting to go on sale for the carnival rides. Rodeo stuff's getting going uh, tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Stuff's starting to go on sale today. Everything goes on tomorrow, so tomorrow you'd have your passes, and you can go. Yeah. Four pairs. You like, comment, and share. Find the AJ Knight. Find the McCall Taylor across all social media, just like Utah's VFX as well. That's where Reverse Facebook Roulette is, where you can vote for Park Narcs. Do that. And then, you know, there's some other stuff. AJ and McCall, Facebook and Twitter. Search us, uh, excuse me, Facebook and Instagram. You yep. can search for us on iTunes, Spotify for the podcast. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, try not to get frozen in the morning and roasted in the evening. That's right. It's my favorite time of the year. <laughs> It's like the inverse of my Ugh. least favorite time of the year. It's the most awkward time. Yeah, it's so it awkward. It's cold in the morning, right? And then it's hot in the day. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's so hot. And the car's is ride's it- comfortable. And then it's it's unbearable in the afternoon. Is it comfortable? No, it's not. <laughs> it's like life. It's never comfortable. You try to adjust. And it's like, ha ha, change. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.